Good morning, church. Happy Mother's Day. So glad we can worship together again this morning, even if it's through the video, instead of meeting together in our building. Looking forward to that day when we can come together. Want to thank all those who have been part of our service this morning. Beverly Stratton had our scripture reading. Tony Russell had a tribute to the mothers. Uh, of course, Cody Hansen and his talent has brought, led us in our song service and in our worship through song. And Mike Buck and Karen were communion meditation and special. Thank you for all. I hope we can see the restrictions loosen uh, pretty soon so that we can all be together again in our building as we had worshiped before. Uh, Josh Rue texted me earlier this week and said that Indiana is beginning to loosen their restrictions and he hopes that they can be meeting in their building this morning and worshiping together. But right now our leadership is making plans for when this can happen. Uh, at first, when we get together, things are going to be different. Uh, maybe face masks, social distancing, uh, temperature checks, uh, whatever. Someday, we pray, we will get back to normal. But again, as we mentioned last week, if you need anything, please contact the church, uh, medicine, food. Uh, we have people that are willing to help and pick things up for you, so please. And most of all, pray for our nation, and pray for each other, and pray for our church. Pray that God will send us soon, one to uh, lead us in our worship and to uh, work together with us as ministers. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we just praise you for this morning. We praise you especially for Mother's Day, and are so thankful, dear Heavenly Father, for our mothers and all that they have done for us. We thank you for the church. We thank you for Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. Now lead us through your word that we may understand, Father, and be brought close to you, and that we may serve you. Help our nation, Father, to heal at this time. Help, Father, that it will be soon that we can be together, not, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, but meeting regularly to praise your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This morning I'd like to talk to you about a godly mother. <coughs> and I'd like to read from 1 Samuel, the first chapter, beginning with the 19th verse. And they rose up in the morning early and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Wherefore it came to pass when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived that she bare a son, and called his name Samuel, because I have asked of him of the Lord. And then dropping down to verse 24. And when she had weaned him, she took him up with her, with three bullocks and one ephah of flour and a bottle of wine, and brought him into the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. And they slew a bullock and brought the child to Eli. And she said, O my Lord, as my soul liveth, my Lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I ask of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord as long as he liveth, 
he shall be lent to the Lord, and he worshiped the Lord there. Willard Winter, in his commentary on Samuel, says, Some of the most thrilling incidents in all the Bible history are recorded in the book of Samuel. And it is here where we are introduced to a godly lady with the name of Hannah. But let's look at who all is involved in our story in the first two chapters of the book of uh, 1 Samuel. We begin, first of all, by acknowledging Jehovah God Almighty, the one concerned with all of our being. I like how Daniel describes God in Psalms 40 when he says, Many, Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you plan for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. And then we have Hannah, a godly, humble wife, who at this point in our story had been barren, but now she is uh, uh, about to bear a son by the name and called him Samuel. And then we have Elkanai. He is uh, an Israelite from the tribe of Levi, and he was married to two different women, and he loved one more than the other. And then we have Peninnah. I'm probably slaughtering her name, but she wasn't a good woman, so I don't care. But she gave Elkanah many sons and daughters. And finally, we have Eli, a priest at Shiloh, where the Israelites from that area went to celebrate their three yearly feasts. When Hannah was praying silently in the tabernacle, she was moving her lips, but no words came forth. And Eli accused her of having been drunk and coming into worship. Uh, Eli had two sons who were priests, and they were very evil. But that's a message for another time. Hannah takes up the better part of the first two chapters of the book of 1 Samuel. A judge had been waiting, listening rather patiently uh, to a young man and all of the misdeeds that uh, he had been doing and had, brought, had been brought before the judge. He spoke a few words to the boy, but then he turned to the mother and he began to characterize the neglect that she had been guilty of. After an impressive silence, he was heard to say, you haven't met the qualifications of a good mother. We could spend many hours, maybe even days, discussing the wrongs of our society. And we can conclude that the fruits of a tree are mostly related to the roots to the trunk and to the whole of the tree itself. But this morning, rather than looking at the negative, let's look at some of the positive characteristics of one mother who loved God very much and served him. Hannah is a beautiful example of wisdom. In 1 Samuel 1.10 it says, And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. Not all of Hannah's frustration was in the fact that she couldn't bear a child. 
Because in the first chapter, in the sixth verse, we read, And her adversary also provoked her sore to make her fret, because the Lord had shut up her womb. Somebody has said Tanaya's attitude may be described as a habitual, scornful treatment. Habitual, scornful treatment. We've all known people like that, haven't we? And we need to pray for them. But there's other examples of this type of problem in the scriptures. Jacob with Leah and Rachel. We won't go into all of the story, but Jacob loved Rachel and wanted her for his wife. So he worked seven years uh, for his father, or his uncle, rather, uh, Laban. And on the wedding night, Laban deceived Jacob and substituted Leah, her sister. And the next morning, when Jacob was really aware of this, of course, he went back to Laban, and Laban's excuse was, well, that's our custom. The oldest daughter has to be married before the younger one can. So Jacob worked seven more years for Rachel, and he loved her very much. But Leah had children, and Rachel didn't at this time, and the conflict continued. And then we have the example of Abraham's wife, Sarah. They had been promised that their offspring would be as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand of the sea. But they were getting old and no children. So Sarah took things into her own hand and gave uh, Abraham her bondservant, uh, Hagar. And of course, we know Hagar bore a child. And then Sarah was very angry and uh, finally kicked Hagar and the child out. In Proverbs 31.10, we read, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far more than rubies. And then in the 26th verse, She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. What a person does in difficult times, in need, in anguish, is a good indicator of the character of that person. Hannah knew where to turn for help. Sometimes we think this is elementary. We always know where to turn for help, but in times of deep distress, many times we don't. And it's hard for us to know who to go to. The Bible says her heart literally ached and her life wasn't being fulfilled. So where did she turn? To Jehovah, the Lord Almighty. There is no greater wisdom than that. Remember the old song that says, Where could I go but to the Lord? Where else would we want to go? God has all the answers for us. Her turning to God was in faith and trust. Psalms 50 and verse 15 says, And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Hannah was tested, and Hannah passed the test. No one goes through trials and comes out the same. Either we become bitter or better. Either we become faithful or we lose faith. But Hannah was very wise. She took them, that is her burden, to the Lord and left them there. Hannah is a beautiful example of prayer. In 1 Samuel 1.11 we read, 
And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the afflictions of thy handmaid and remember me, and not forget thy handmaid, but I will give your handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there will never take a razor upon his head. Apparently, even before God answered the prayer, she dedicated her son to God and put him under a Nazarite vow where no one was to cut his hair nor was he to drink strong drink. But notice her prayer was specific. She didn't say, God, give me many boys and I will give you one. She said, give me a son and I will give him to you. How often we pray, hear people pray, and God, please bless the sick. I can hear God saying, Ralph, which one? There are thousands and thousands of sick. Exactly who are you praying for? God wants us to be specific. My mother wanted one of her boys to be a preacher. When my older brother sought a different uh, career path, then she started praying that Ralph would become a preacher. She was specific in her prayers. We need, when we pray for the lost, to list them by name. God, my friend, can need you as his personal Lord and Savior, not God, please save the lost. Before the, before the mess that we are in now, the elders had scheduled a special prayer meeting every Sunday night for the express purpose uh, up until Resurrection Sunday to pray for the lost and the backslidden by name. Now we do that at home because we can't meet together. James 4.2 says, You have not because you ask not. How many blessings have we forfeited simply because we have not brought them before the Lord in prayer? Are you praying for a minister? Are you praying that God will send us somebody that will be perfect for us to work with us here at Ferris? We need to be specific. Hannah's prayers were in earnest. 1 Samuel 1.15, she says to Eli after he accused her of being drunk, No, my Lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful heart. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. We have somewhat the same promise in the New Testament in Romans 8.26-27. through 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Someone has once said, I wish I could pray like I do when I am in trouble. In Isaiah 38.5, Hezekiah was sick, and the prophet came to him and said, God says you're going to die. And Hezekiah turned his body along, around to face the wall and wept and prayed. And the prophet came back and says, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayers, I have seen thy tears. 
and God prolonged the life of Hezekiah. James tells us, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Her prayers were full of faith. After explaining to Eli her predicament, Eli says, God will answer your prayer. And the Bible says she went out and ate, and her countenance was glad. Jesus let us know that this is one of the requirements for answered prayer. For in Matthew 21, 22, he says, And all things you ask in prayer, believe, believing, you shall receive. Her prayer was unselfish. Then I will give him to the Lord. In essence, she was asking for a gift that was worthy to give back to God. Again, back to James. James tells us, we ask and receive not because we ask amiss that we may consume it upon our own lust. Not for our family, not for the continuance of God's kingdom, but something we want and are selfish in our prayer. Hannah is a beautiful example of gratitude and praise. She called her son Samuel. Samuel means asked of God, or literally, God heard. Every time she called him or mentioned his name, she was reminded that this was a gift of God. Often, we pray to God. He blesses us. And then you remember the story Jesus told of the ten lepers who came to be healed and he sent them to the, to the priest and they were cleansed on the way and uh, one came back and thanked him. Are we like that many times when we pray to God? When Sonia prays for somebody or something, she feels she has to thank and praise God as many times as she has petitioned him. Now, that's a, that's a good example and hard to do, but yes, that's something that we should do. We shouldn't just ask for things. We should thank God when he answers our prayers. We're not told this, but how do you think Hannah felt finally when Samuel was old enough to give to Eli? Was she sorry she made this vow? We aren't told that. She was faithful, and she fulfilled her vow. Hannah is a beautiful example of faithfulness. Again, she kept her vow to God, even before she was blessed with other children. I mentioned last week how we moved to Sault Ste. Marie uh, when we were just married. And while we were there, a wonderful lady in the church came to us and said, how would you like to foster children? Well, we thought about it and prayed about it and thought, that'd be a great idea. So we were given an infant, and we kept him for quite a while before he was uh, actually adopted. Woman came to us very happy. You, 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 the child you've been taking care of has been adopted. But it tore our hearts apart. Sonia, uh, probably much more than mine, but how difficult it was giving up a child that we had cared for knowing that it was going to be adopted. How hard. This must have been for Hannah to give up this child. The Bible tells us <coughs> that when we make a vow, like Hannah did, we need to keep our word. In Ezekiel 5, verses 4 and 5, it says, 
When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Hannah paid her vow. Hannah is a beautiful example of a mother's reward. She asked for a child and she received it. After that, the Bible says, God blessed her with three sons and two daughters. But what a great servant Samuel became. He was the anointer of kings. He was an intercessor for God's people. He was a great leader and he was an answer to prayer. What a beautiful example of faith, prayer, and obedience we find in the story of Hannah. What can be accomplished in our lives, in the life of the church, if we follow Hannah's example? Being beautiful in wisdom, being beautiful in prayer, being beautiful in gratitude, being beautiful in faithfulness, and we know that then at the end, we also will have such a great reward. Let us pray. Again, our Heavenly Father, we just praise your holy name and we're thankful for your word. Father, so many wonderful examples of people who humbly served you. And we pray, Father, that you would help us, Father, to be better servants. We thank you for our mothers who raised us and prayed over us. We thank you for the mentors that have been there in the church to lead us on. And now it's our turn, Father. Help us to pray and mentor and lead people to the Lord. In Jesus' name I ask, amen. Maybe you're outside of Christ this morning and aren't the example that Hannah is. If you have a need, if you've not been baptized into Christ, if you've not given to your, your life to Christ, don't put it off. Come just... Let us know. The baptistry will be ready when you're here. The angels will rejoice with us as you give your life to the Lord like Hannah did. Thank you.